<laughs> and we are live. There we go. Right. Yay. We are live on Facebook, LinkedIn, and uh, YouTube. So all platforms are going well. Um, this is our episode seven. Uh, we are on an off day today. We're on a Tuesday, and that's because this week is Thanksgiving, and we want to make sure that not only you, but also ourselves, we want to enjoy our Thanksgiving with our families. And we want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving as well. Um, again, good morning, friends. Thank you so much for joining us. For those of you who are, who are returning, we so appreciate your support and always following us. Uh, welcome back. For those of you who, have, who are just joining us for the first time ever, put a thumbs up, give us a, a high five, and, and just so we know that you are new. And we really appreciate you joining us today. Um, so again, I always encourage you guys to whichever platform that you are watching us on to please uh, like the page or subscribe so you can see when we go live. Um, and when we do schedule the live sessions, and sometimes if we have a change in schedule, so you will be aware, uh, aware of it. Um, and uh, so the usual schedule, as mentioned, is every Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern, and all these three platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe. Um, just a quick introduction. My name is Marie Teresian. Uh, I'm a certified public accountant and a chartered global management accountant. Uh, I'm an experienced auditor and a CFO. Uh, currently, as a CPA advisor and transformation coach, I use my valuation MT framework that I've created using my past experiences to help businesses go from their first million to the next 10 million and more. Um, I've written a couple of books, and uh, one of them is a free ebook available to you, and it is um, uh, in the chat. You can go ahead and click the link and then download that. It's free to you. You can also read my newest book, The Complete Guide to uh, Business Growth, and that is available on Kindle. So uh, without further ado, I have my uh, my guest and my uh, partner in tax. Um, he does all the tax filings, and uh, he's uh, also the main person with the tax planning, and that's the conversation today we're con continuing. So Pedro, please introduce yourself. Thank you so much for being here. <coughs> <coughs> Good morning. Uh, yes, I'm Marie. And, uh, <coughs> sorry. <coughs> My name is Pedro Gonzalez, business and tax strategist. And, uh, pleasure to be here. Uh, myself, I have uh, an ebook that I, I have released. Uh, many people have given some good uh, feedback on it. It's uh, a real estate investor's uh, tax uh, strategy guide that is free. I like every other free freebies out there. I think it's, a, it's, it's a good information. Uh, the link is available. And you can get it um, and have access. I think a lot of information there is applicable, not only to real estate, but you're going to find some good information there for the, the general uh, public. So uh, we're also working on um, the, the tax uh, tax wise uh, program uh, to educate and help our clients out uh, to reach a, a level, what we call it, the 10% uh, uh, class. Uh, we believe that 90% of the people really have no clue about the tax and how to play the game, and that's why they're getting hurt in the process. So we want to help you is to reach that level where you understand the, the rules of the game so you can really maximize and achieve your financial goals. Yes, definitely. And you know, with uh, we've we've already in the past few weeks, we've been talking a lot about the tax uh, situations because you know, with the year coming to an end, this is a big conversation that happens with most business owners and you know the general individual taxpayers as well. 
you know, we've talked about self-employment taxes. We've talked about the tax due dates. Uh, we've talked about some of the forms that they need to use. Uh, the last two weeks, we focused on uh, tax planning. Uh, with last week, the main conversation was um, net worth versus income, the different types of income and how they are getting taxed, um, how to utilize assets to generate passive income and that type of stuff, right? Um, and then today we want to ex we wanted to expand that tax planning conversation because there's so many different pieces that go into that tax planning. Um, and today we were going to focus a little bit more on how we take into consideration the retirement plans and possible investments. So, um, so let's take it from there, Pedro. Just walk us through how you would take into consideration the different types of retirement plans. Let's say that whether it's the IRA, the four hundred one k. Um, while you're doing that tax planning, there's the 401b. There's just so many out there. There's the set There's a whole bunch of, uh, you know, types of uh, retirement plans that, you know, a, an, an individual can really get confused. Even as a business owner, you're like, which one do I do? And which one do I have? Which one do I move? And sometimes we have to understand the tax consequences of all these different changes we're going to do with while we work with a whoever their financial uh advisor is because we're not doing that we're just you know calculating the tax consequence of any action they may take so i'll let you take over on that one okay very good so today we're gonna in essence give you a beginner's guide to retirement plans. awesome so we'll go again this is gonna be general but i believe again you're going to find some good value in this information so get your notepad and say take some notes so today again it will be an overview but again valuable i think uh, the, the it is a great idea marie that we're uh, taking a little bit of time on this because like you said there's a lot of people with a lot of questions this is not an uncommon situation you know I mean? because again a lot of people want uh, the retirement planning a lot of them uh have been sold a plan but they have no idea, one, what exactly they have, how to maximize it, and how to properly utilize it. So again, when you hear all these different names of 401k, IRA, Roth IRA, 401k, <laughs> I mean, you name it. There's a plethora of different types of options out there, which is yes. a good thing, but at the same time, it can get confusing for most people. Absolutely. So again, what we're going to try to do is, is um, you know, to to kind of give you some some uh, general overview so then at least uh, with the goal of giving some clarity or at least to help you in, in that decision making. But before we get started, I just want to, again, make a quick disclaimer. Marie mentioned it, but I want to mention it too, and that is yes. that I'm not a financial advisor. Uh, mm -hmm. And whatever opinion I provide here is my own. So I want to make that clear. And again, we yes. I don't sell uh, any of these products. Uh, we work with very qualified individuals that, that uh, do the actual, the the setting up of the plans. So the goal here is again will be geared toward more about the taxes and not so much the performance of each of the investments and so on. So to get started, let's talk about the one is the traditional 401k. I think a lot of people are familiar with that. That's you're gonna see that typically in a larger corporation 401k. Um, so it is a company sponsor uh, retirement plan. The contributions are made with pre-tax dollars. Uh, right. There's no income limits to contribute. Uh, the maximum uh, right now for 2021 that you can contribute is uh, 19500 Uh It is 26000 if you're 50 and older. Yes, to try uh, to catch. The company, will, it, it's company matching. 
And at the time of withdrawal, the funds are uh, taxed as ordinary income Correct. at the rolling rate at the time of your retirement. Uh, I'm sorry, at the time of uh, you started taking the, the, the funds. You're allowed to start withdrawing at 59 and a half with a penalty. If you do that before, then there's a 10% uh, early withdrawal penalty. And this is going to be common with uh, a lot of these retirement because again the goal is to for you to set money aside uh, right. intended to be a savings account for you to put some money and take it out the idea is you put it there leave it there is Correct. there's a penalty if you have to there's exception like a lot of the rules are some exceptions but again i'm just giving you the general general rules uh there's also going to be something you're going to hear about it that is the, the uh, either referred to as an rnd or minimum distribution uh, that's a 72 meaning that a 72 you're going to be required to start taking withdrawal there's a minimum that you have to take out. right so they can't keep holding on to their money past the 72 so they are required to start taking the money out from their 401k exactly. right so the, this is the easiest one that most employees exactly. that are working for and someone else are uh, provided um, what I've seen, uh, you know, usually the employee may, may contribute a small portion and then the employer will match them with another portion, say 3% or whatever it is. Um, and then, yes, so then basically to simplify, you are not paying taxes on that money. You're kind of like, like a savings account, putting it away, saying, I don't have to pay money, uh, taxes on this money until I retire and I start taking the money out and now I can start paying taxes. So it makes sense for someone who's anticipating their maybe their tax bracket to be lower in the future. Would that, would you say that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's, it's a great way, including for employees, you know what I mean? Uh, this is also, you know, again, I'm, I'm trying to do something general, not here oh, yeah, yeah. to the the uh, the self-employed, you know, an employee, for example, can utilize this to lower their taxes. It's a great way for them to defer some of the taxes. If you, let's say, for example, you're making $100,000 in your W-2, that's your normal wages. You can put, let's say, let's say for example, ten thousand. That ten thousand now is not being subject to taxation. Or you Absolutely. That aside, and then you'll pay the taxes on that ten thousand at, at a later time. So, it's a, it's a good option for for those individuals that are looking for ways to lower their taxes. Now, the next one is uh, the Roth four hundred one k. Similar, it's kind of the same family four hundred one k's. It's just uh, what happens in here, just like the traditional. Uh, 401k is established by a, a, the company, so it's, a, it's an employer sponsored uh, plan. And, but unlike the traditional 401k, is that the Roth 401k contributions are included in the compensation as opposed to the, the, the tradition. However, since you're including your your uh, your contributions uh, in, in uh, the taxable income, then you won't owe the taxes at the end. Compared uh, as opposed to the, the traditional, where you take the money out, uh, it grows tax deferred, but you pay tax at the end. The Roth 401k, as the, as the same as the traditional uh, Roth uh, IRA, is that you put the monies in, uh, you will then pay it grows tax free. You know, so when you, if you retire and you're just gonna take money out, then it's not subject to taxation like that. Uh, what I can tell you is that. Uh, it would allow you compared to now uh, uh, if you're trying to compare the Roth IRA and the Roth uh, 401k is that the 401k will allow you to put more money uh, right in the Roth uh, traditional Roth IRA 
So this is a way for you to establish a way to uh, put mon more money aside. If, uh, if, if the, the 6,000 cap is gonna be too low for you to maximize your tax benefits, right. the, the Roth 401k could be an option for you. Uh, what else? I can tell you the, uh, it's, it's typical, it's a similar to the, the tradition. It's gonna have then the, the penalties, it's gonna have mm -hmm. yes. the minimum distribution. The difference is that one is, is pre-tax dollar, the other one is after-tax dollars. Uh, right. The next is a, another type of 401k is called the solo 401k. Uh, it's right. basically the, the, the one participant 401k. That's ideal for the-, the Self-employed maybe? Exactly, exactly. One person shop uh, and is looking for a way that I can push, uh, you know, it, it allows you to put some good money aside. Mm -hmm. um, so it is uh, ideal for uh, that as a business owner with no employees in uh may and limited also to the uh the, the spouse you can include the spouse in, in, in this. Huh. so that's kind of in general the 401k family you know what i mean then uh the traditional uh now we're going to the ira side that we a lot of people are familiar the traditional ira your contributions are made with after tax dollars uh, correct well most people are familiar by now with this uh, your contributions called tax deferred uh, you receive a tax deduction in your tax return for the contributions you make into your traditional IRA. Uh, you can contribute uh, $6,000 right. uh, maximum per year, 7000 if you're uh, 50 and older. Um, now, the big difference, uh, let me see, uh, we try to kind of, uh, you know, we talked about the, the, the difference with the IRA, the, the, the Roth. Now, it is tax deferred. The traditional, the keywords in here, you're going to hear a lot is tax deferred, tax free. Tax right. deferred is because you are not paying the tax today. You're going to pay you're just a, a delaying. Exactly. And now the Roth is similar to your Roth IRA, it's going to be similar to your Roth traditional. The difference being is that then you're going to, it's tax free. Now, you get no deduction now when you're making those contributions into your Roth uh, IRA, but then when you uh, take the money out, you don't have to worry about what tax rate is gonna be at that time. Because again, I I, I didn't receive any tax benefit, and then you're gonna get uh, tax-free growth. And at the time, right. it's not subject to tax. So that's a, that's a great uh, tool to, to, to use. Right, right. So in other words, uh, can, we, can we say that with the traditional IRA, uh we're deferring so we're using uh gross gross dollars gross from the paycheck we're taking the money putting it away delaying right the taxability of it and then then we get a net paycheck just to simplify and then for the roth we're just get we're getting taxed on everything we're getting a net paycheck then we're putting the money in the roth well the, the ira on both cases the the, the when we're talking about the, the IRAs, the personal, you know, the individual established accounts, you're going to have, a, as an individual, you have the traditional Roth. The, they're both with after-tax dollars. Ah, yeah. got it. Because yeah. I think that's most of the time when I even get confused. <laughs> no, and like I said, this is, this is, this is uh, you know, a lot of people have a lot of questions and confusion about this, but, but 
you know, the, the pre-tax now is going to be your 401k because then it's being taken before. Correct. Uh, correct. Before any taxation. I mean, so in essence, uh, but in, in the case of IRAs and the Roth and traditional, you're using your after-tax dollars. Yeah, I mean, you're taking as the, the, the you know the money raised subject to tax. Now, the difference between the two is that one is going to give you some tax deduction now, and you pay Got it. later. The other one, you get no tax deduction today, which is the huh. real, but tax-free. So, so that's basically in summary the kind of uh, kind of a quick way to differentiate between the two. Now we get into now uh, another area a lot of people may not be familiar, and that is uh, the simplified employee pension, the SEP. SEP. Yeah, the SEP is in essence uh, a, a, a kind of a, kind of an easy way to look at it. So in essence, like an IRA established by a, an employer is a is an individual retirement account that an employer or a self-employed individual can establish. Okay. So the SEP IRAs are used uh, by small businesses uh, to basically meet their, their retirement. It's the same, but you know, it's, in essence, usually used. You're gonna see it. Uh, it's usually uh, common with the small businesses. It has kind of lost a little bit of uh, uh, the taste uh, because of other programs, and, and a lot of people don't mention it anymore. But it's it's available. And it's a great tool to to, to use. Uh, mm -hmm. So the SEP uh, IRA, what I can tell you is. Uh, uh, the contributions are uh, uh, as high, often higher than the standard IRAs. And oh, okay. Even higher than the even 401ks were allowed. So the contributions okay. are made by employers and cannot exceed 25% of uh, uh, the compensation of 58000 in 2021. So you can see that you can stash a good... Wow. Yes, that's a big difference. I mean, you know, from a traditional IRA to the, the Roth IRA to the SEP IRA, 7,000 threshold versus... Exactly. That's a, that's a big difference. So a business owner, a small business owner that's making quite a lot, um, you know, this is a great way for them to set aside money in their retirement and really, you know, wow. That's a big, definitely a big, big difference. Yeah. And so... The uh, it allows uh, you know so one of the reasons uh, for small business to consider is that it allows for vesting period compared to some of the other plans, meaning that uh, to qualify and this can in in a way I don't want this to sound negative but in essence what happens and I know a lot of the concerns for employers is I don't know if John is going to be here long -term. so if I make it available <laughs> to everybody. Then, uh -huh. uh, I don't know if Johnny's going to be here next year or the year after. Got what it. SEP allows you is that, that one of the there's a vesting uh, requirement. That is, like the employee has to be at least uh, uh, three of the last five years. Mm -hmm. So it's in a way is to to compensate to to reward those uh, employees that are in essence committed to working. It's so they additional uh, benefit that you can offer. In a way, you know, but without forcing you to give it to them, and they will. Understood. So it's it's a right. it's a good plan for small businesses. It, it can it can definitely help, and like you say, like you mentioned, it allows you to stash more money into the right plans compared to your four one k, including even a four one k. Oh, of course, yes, that makes total sense. The other one that I was thinking about, uh, and again. Uh, you might have heard about it. So the, the simple IRA uh, is for the smaller companies. You must have a hundred few, fewer employees. 
the employees have to have earned uh, five thousand dollars or more uh, in, the, uh, in the last two years. Uh, the gross uh, tax deferred, just like uh, the four one ks, it is funded by uh, through employee deferrals and employer uh, contributions. Uh, now there is a mandatory uh, employee contribution of three percent. See, there's what you know. <laughs> it, it, it helps in one way, but you know you're gonna. Limitations everywhere. Rules that kind of. Exactly. And those are kind of the, the kind of the, the it's kind of playing chess. You know what I mean? You're moving. Yes. Slowly, so you gotta be careful because then it comes and bites you. You know where in another area, <laughs> and, or, or, or or something that a lot of times it's not mentioned. You know what I mean? Tell yes. them, oh, this is a uh, 400. You say, ah, oh, sure, I'll do the, the simple IRA, but then you might get hit with a 3% matching that you probably didn't, you know, or not prepared to do. Uh, right. Something I forgot to mention on the set, the, the advantage also that a lot of people like that is small businesses because it does not, uh, it does not force you to do uh, contributions in those down years. So again, another benefit of, of the set compared to some uh, something like the simple IRA where you'll be forced to have a matching of the employees' uh, contributions. Uh, the maximum is 13500 uh, mm -hmm. or 16500 if you're 50 and older. Uh, next, uh, one that, that again, uh, you probably don't hear much anymore. It used to be kind of popular back in probably the, the 80s and 90s and the kids. <laughs> Uh, the Kio plan uh, is similar to a 401k. Uh, what it is is is, is geared towards uh, more of the, the sole proprietor. A lot of the Schedule Cs, the LLCs, uh, partnerships. Uh, those are the, it was geared towards those, uh, especially because uh, most of them don't pay themselves wages. You know what I mean? Because if Correct. you, if you uh, pay attention to the other ones, it's subject to the compensation. So what happens to me that I'm, uh, let's say, an electrical an company, LLC or exactly. some proprietor, right? A proprietor, you know. but I don't pay myself a salary. Right, so you could be getting taxed on everything, right? Exactly. So then the Kia plan is a good one for them because then it, it is again, it's kind of it was geared to these individuals uh, and allowing them to to set up a, a way for them to uh, set money aside for 2021. You can contribute. Uh, 25% or 58,000, kind of similar to the set. Wow, okay, okay, that's that's so, amazing. So, yeah, so, the, you know, there's different options. I guess at the goal of what I wanted to, again, with this, this, you know, there's multiple options out there when you're talking about right. the topic of retirement planning. Right. Uh, and you can see that the, the idea, it also helps you with taxes. That's why the, the synergy True. between the, the, the retirement planning and the, <clears throat> And the tax planning, you know, we're working with uh, our team of uh, uh, financial advisors is coordinating uh, the, the retirement in a way that, that can help uh, this individual. You know, for example, the the uh, 401ks, it is small, a small company that uh, one of the disadvantages of 401, the 401k type is going to be that uh filing requirements something that a lot of times is not mentioned mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's something that they need to be aware so would it be beneficial for somebody to, to, to establish a 401k as a small business uh when um there's a, what is called a form 5500 it's a requirement you have to file that is because in essence you're creating a separate entity uh, mm -hmm. 
that they own uh, the, this uh, this retirement. Correct. That in that that uh, that plan has to file a tax return, and that is not a lot of times it's not mentioned. It's not they're not educated because a lot of times the the financial advisor be either intentional or probably escapes. Is that they, they don't mention? Hey, by the way, there's this <laughs> exactly. Then they get hit by penalties, and those penalties are hefty. Of course, and especially that it's managing other people's monies as well. So it's like, <laughs> and so it's even if in, in really the it's not it's not based on the amounts. That's a, a scary part because you will think, okay, it's a, it's a percentage of the amount contributed in the plan. No, it's a set dollar amount per day. It's like something ridiculous, it's like a, a third of a, I think something like two hundred or three hundred dollars per day. Do the math. Yeah, and you miss every day of filing. Exactly. And let's say you only put there, I don't know, ten thousand dollars. Three, you know, it, it cannot. It, it will add up very quickly in penalties. It could be anywhere between nine to ten thousand dollar penalty for it. Let's say that you forgot and you right, or you you were not told, and all of a sudden you get this nasty letter from the IRS telling you. That, <laughs> Nine thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. You're like, like what? what are you about? <laughs> and, and and there's something that again to be uh, aware. That's why the selection of the plan and really how much you can put aside. For example, if you can, if you, if you cannot put aside fifty-eight thousand or sixty thousand dollars, you know maybe an IRA where you put six thousand might be better. Yes, it's simpler. So you know less headaches. Sure. And doing all the the additional contributions and all. That. You see what I'm saying? So all of that, all those different factors come into play because we'll really what we want to do is to help you lower your taxes, but at the same time, looking at cash flow and the costs. Absolutely. I think it makes total sense that while we're doing tax planning, we have all these options available. We're able to gauge with the client based on the type of business they have, how small or how large, how many employees they have, what would be the right fit, what would be the right plan for everybody's sake. Um, and then, um, and then, how much of uh, that that the legalities they need to to fill in? Because as a sometimes with a as a sole proprietor, I, I don't want to deal with more paperwork that I need to fill up, for example, and then forget something and get taxed for it, you know. So uh, or, or get a penalty for it. So I think it's 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 important to have the right people that work with uh, business owners. So from that tax planning side, the financial advisor or the, the insurance uh, agent that are working as a team to provide all the right solutions versus each one giving different advice and no one's talking to each other. And that's where we kind of stand out because we've created that, that type of a network with you know top-notch professionals we don't we don't do the insurance uh, agency thing. We we didn't you know we just focus on the tax planning and tax effects. But we're actually talking with the right people so that we're providing a a, a group team view and a holistic view and a solution to our clients. So so yeah. Well, this was this was definitely a lot of um, uh, information. So I, I think uh, what I'd like to do is maybe afterwards you and I can put together a, a simplified uh schedule of let's say the the key things that we talked about with a simpler you know in a table format might be something we can share with with our audience as well for next time so that would be something good to share so we are close to our 30 minute mark 
I don't know if we have time to go deep into the investment side of things, but I don't know if there's anything you want to mention a couple of things before um, we we close for the day, but then we can continue the conversation next time, the, the following Thursday. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, the, what I wanted to mention quickly here is uh, two things. One, and I know you and I have talked about this many times, so one, uh, not, not to forget or to neglect your accounting, <laughs> remember that the accounting whatever you put in is what you're going to get out and whatever Absolutely. we get out of that is what how uh, planning is going to be done so poor quality accounting will lead to poor quality planning so Absolutely. realize that, that that's the source that's going to be used for planning either be tax planning investment planning uh, business planning you know comes from that source so do not neglect your accounting and number two, do not uh, wait or delay your, your tax money. A lot of the decisions have to be not only calculated, but it has to be implemented. A lot of this prior to the end of the year to really. Uh, right. Affect. So really, we don't have, uh, I was talking to somebody else, really, we do not have, uh, let's say, six weeks uh, in the left of the year. We True. <laughs> yeah, really, what we have is about three. Right? Because again, yes, this week, with the holidays. Exactly. This week, people are not even thinking business, they're thinking of turkey. <laughs> yes. They're comatose of all the turkey and apple. <laughs> so they're <Yes>. comatose. <laughs> so they're not really thinking of that. So then it comes Christmas. And then, so there Absolutely. again, really, we have about uh, three weeks uh, of productivity. So what I urge you to do is do not postpone tax planning until. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, we've mentioned that before, too, that um, even if we were to start tax planning now, some items we won't even be able to implement until probably the following year because, you know, it's already, you know, year end and we, we don't have enough time to implement everything. So um, the best way is to make sure you're giving yourself three to four months ahead of time, start the planning process, plan out when the, the timeline of implementation because this doesn't happen overnight. Uh, tax planning is not tax estimation. Uh, tax estimation is very different, correct? Uh, we can always do a tax estimate if that is something that you'd like to do as well. So you can always reach us out anytime to do that. We can do a very um, you know, a specific tax estimate based on your current needs, but tax planning is a very different thing. It takes a lot longer. It's a more detailed process. Um, and it could take, you know, a four to six weeks and more. Um, so with that, we are already at the 30 minutes. Um, thank you so much for everyone that, that's been watching us. And uh, we want to wish you happy Thanksgiving. And we shall see you next Thursday at 10 a.m. Yeah. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. You too. Take care. Bye. Bye.